Okay, so we are on a new Mishnah. Dav Chaf Amar Aleph at the Mishnah. So uh, here we go. And these are some ideas that we've seen before, actually, uh, but we'll make sure we make it nice and clear. Says the government, says the Mishnah, Klal Amru Biyavama. They said the following rule when it came to Ayavama, when it comes to Yibam. What's the Klal? Kosha and the Bach changes here. Kosha Isura Isur Erva. Lo Choletzes Velo Mis When a woman, when her, right, the potential Yavama, when her Isur to the Yavam is an Isur Erva. So for example, if she is his daughter-in-law, or she is his daughter, right? Um, right? Ruvain's, uh, Ruvain is married to Shimon's daughter, right? Um, and Reuben and Shimon are brothers. That could happen, right? Uh, and then, so Shimon's not married to, so Reuben's married to Shimon's daughter. Reuben dies. Shimon, uh, the Yavamba for him, is his daughter. So that's an Isra Erva, right? So if, if the Yavam, if the Yavama is an Isra Erva to the potential Yavam, lo chaletzes velo misyavemes. As we know, there is no chalitza, there's no Yivam in such a situation. The whole thing doesn't even start because once you're dealing with the case of Erva, so then we don't, uh, we don't, uh, we don't do Yivam. As we spent a lot of the first paragraph talking about. Achosa, uh, sorry, Isser Mitzvah ve'isser Kiddusha, Choletzes v'lo misyabemis. We're going to explain in the Gemara, actually the Mishnah itself will explain what is an Isser Mitzvah and what's an Isser Kiddusha, but in those situations, again, when the potential Yavama is Asr, when the potential Yavama is Asura to the Yavam, uh, because of what's called an Isser Mitzvah or because of an Isser Kiddusha, then they do Chalitza, but they don't do yibum, and again we're going to explain. Achosa shehi yivamta, right? If she is, if you have achosa shehi yivamta, Rashi is going to explain for us. Achosa shehi yivamta. Look at Rashi. Rashi says achosa shel erva kashehi yivamta kagon shenaflu shte achayos mishne achin. Right? You have two brothers married to two sisters. Haachas asura mishum erva. And sorry, two brothers married to two sisters, Reuben and Shimon, they both die. And now the two sisters fall to Levi, the third brother. Right? Now he's, he's born at the same time. But he's just, the two brothers married to two sisters, they both have their children, and now they fall to Levi. So in that case, you have two women who are sisters, both falling to Levi. So what happens that? So meaning, um, And achas and achas asur mishum erva could go and she kalasa or chamasa chamasa. So and let's say that Levi to one of these women, the one of these women is an erva to Levi. So for example, one of them is his daughter-in-law, right? So you have, um, sorry, was at some point his daughter-in-law, right? So you have um, these two women and their sisters. They both fall together to Levi. For one of them, right? Levi is an erva. One of them is an erva to Levi. So what happens? Because we know. Not only is, the, is one of them Asr Talevi, but the Tzara is also Asr, right? Also one of the Kholim that we saw in our original, our original Mishnah. Um, um, okay. So, so that, in, that, in, in that scenario, Cholet um, says, oh, uh, no, I got it wrong, sorry. Yeah, look at Rashi. Sorry. Oh, Choletes, O Mishabemes. Achos Erva, the low Pagaba, Achos Kukaso, Mishum de Erva, Lav Kukasohi. 
Oh, sorry. Okay, so, sorry. I, I, I explained it incorrectly. What happens in that case? So it's still correct. It's still the two sisters married the two brothers, and now they fall to Levi, who's the third brother. And one of them is one of them is uh, is the the sister-in-law or something to Levi. You know, is the sorry. One of them is the his his daughter-in-law or something. So in that situation, the other the other sister is allowed to do chalitza or yibum. Why? Typically, when two women fall, on, uh, two sisters fall to one man in yibum, they're not allowed. Neither of them is allowed to yibum. Why? Because again, they both have a zika. So when one of them does yibum, what happens to the other one? The other one's zika is destroyed. Right? Your your pagav is zika, so shall uh, of the other, right? Because automatically by marrying one of them, so he is making himself making now she's in, now creating a situation where the other one's an error to him because they're, because they're sisters. So he's not allowed to marry either, right? Because of that situation. But if one of them is already out of the running because she's forbidden to him for a different reason, right? She is uh, his daughter-in-law, for example, so she's out of the running anyways. So in that scenario, he's allowed to leave him with the other sister. Okay. Um, okay, next. So I'll continue. So now, uh, and now, Isser Mitzvah, Oh, fine. So now the Gemara is going to explain what does this mean, Isser Mitzvah and Isser Kedusha. What do these, what do these things refer to? So Isser Mitzvah, what is Isser Mitzvah? This is one of the things we talked about many, many daffim ago. Shneos Medivrei Sofrim. So we're going to, we're going to explain what, what Shneos Larayos are later. I will give some examples, etc. But the bottom line is, it's examples of, of uh, well, look at Rashi. Rashi says what they are, but it doesn't give examples. Shneos, Rashi says, Shneos Larayos Shegazu Sofrim Alehem. Right, that it's it's um, other cases of arayos which are not technically asimida uh, araisa, so they're not in part of the parshas arayos that we read on Yom Kippur. They are there are other relationships which are similar to them, and therefore Chazal said better to answer all of these cases so that people don't make a mistake and end up actually marrying people who are in erva mida araisa. So shniyos larayos, it's called shniyos, so like secondary in the sense that they're derabanan, they're midi sofim, they're they're derabanan. Uh, type of arayos. So in that situation, um, and that's why the halacha is that by Isra Mitzvah, we say Choletzes Why do you have to say Choletzes? Because Mita Raisa, she has a Zika Yibum to him. Right? So we, but the, the point is that Chazal say, you must do Yibum. You, sorry, you must do Chalitz. In that case, we don't allow Yibum because of, uh, we're concerned that if you allow him to marry this woman, so he might make a mistake and think that a different woman is permissible then. So, um, so that's what Isra Mitzvah refers to. We're going to talk about in the Gemara why you call it Isra Mitzvah. And Isra Kedusha, what does it mean, Isra Kedusha? An Isra that comes from, it, from, from Kedusha status. Almana the Kohen Gadol, Grusha Vechalutsa the Kohen Hediot. So it means an Almana is not allowed to marry a Kohen Gadol. So I say a Kohen Gadol's brother passes away. So a Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry um, an Almana. Um, a regular Kohen can marry an Almana. A regular Kohen can marry a woman who was married before. A Kohen is a misunderstanding sometimes some people. A Kohen uh, is allowed to marry a woman who's been, a regular Kohen, can marry a woman who's been married before. He just can't marry a Grusha or a Chalutza. But if she was married and her husband passed away, so a regular Kohen is allowed to marry her. However, a Kohen Gadol can't. A Kohen Gadol can only marry a woman who's never been married before. So, um, so in Amman la Kohen Gadol, that again is a, an Isra Kedusha. It's an Asr because of his status, right? Fundamentally, there's nothing usher about it, but, but his status, I guess his status is what makes it fundamentally usher. His, his status that he then becomes a Kohen Gadol, so that makes her forbidden to him. Or a Grusha Vechalutza, the Kohen Hediot, or a Grusha Vechalutza, according to a regular Kohen, also 
um, you know, uh, a, uh, if, if, let's say Reuven was married to a woman who had once been married and been divorced, right? And then and Reuven and Shimon are Kohanim, right? And then Reuven dies. And now she falls, this woman now falls, Sarah falls to Shimon. So Shimon can't do Yibam with her. Why? Because she's a Grusha. Right? Because she was once divorced. So he's not allowed to marry her in that situation. So in that case also, um, we say, Choletis, we'll have to explain, why don't we just say, do nothing? We're going to talk about that. Uh, why is not just off the hook? And then to, to, uh, another, in another example of Easter Kedusha is Mamzeris Vinesina Li Yisrael Ubas Yisrael and Nasina Mamzer. So also a, uh, a scenario where a Mamzer or Nasina um, are not allowed to marry, a, 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 they're not allowed to marry a you know, a run-of-the-mill Jewish person. They're, not, they're still Kedusha Yisrael, they're considered Jews, but they're not allowed to marry a, a, you know, a non-Mamzer or Nasina. So in that scenario, we would... Um, in that scenario, again, there's an Isra to, isra to marry them, so it becomes an impossibility of them doing, uh, doing Yibo. So in that scenario, we don't allow, um, we don't allow uh, you in that case. So in that case, again, they are Choletzes Velo Vesebemes. Fine. Um, okay. Fine. So whenever the that's the end of the Mishnah. So whenever the, the Mishnah gives a um, just or just I'll give you just one more piece here. Look at Rashi. So Rashi points out how, how did you get that scenario, and how is the brother married to a Grusha? Right? Reuven's brother. If Reuven and Shimon are, are are Kohanim, Reuven should never have been married to a Grusha in the first place. It was also for him to marry her. So look at Rashi. Rashi says Grusha v'chalutza l'kohen hediot she'avra achiv hames v'nasa chalutza ugrusha. Right, he he made, he, he violated the Yisr, right? The scenario is where he um, Ruvain violated the din and he married a Grusha. So the halacha is a man, a Cohen's not allowed to marry a Grusha, but if he does, Kedushin is Tovsin. Right? The Kedushin works. So uh, you, you do what we you have you have such a thing. Sometimes that like Kohanim, uh, you know, marry a Grusha, a Kohen will marry a, uh, a Gioris, for example, and the the, the Kedushin works. They, they are technically married if that happens. So what happens? Kushemes tzricha chalitza. Now she needs chalitza. Share tovsin lo ba kedushin. The kedushin works. The kedushin tovsin ba chayve laven. Because when something's when the iser is not an iser karis, it's just an iser lav to marry that person. It's just a losa say. So in that situation, we've mentioned this before that in those situations, kedushin is tovsin ba. Right? The kedushin works even though the person does the wrong thing. The marriage is still a, val- a, va- a valid marriage. Aval yivu me lo, but you can't marry. We can't do yibum. Why? Share asura loze loze. Shehu Kohen, right? Because she can't do Yibam with him because he's forbidden to him. Uh, but we don't allow him to do nothing. Why? Because we mentioned before that when you have a lav, an Isra lav, that that's not enough to say um, that her... It's a funny scenario. The Torah told me it's forbidden to marry her. So you should say the Torah tells me it's forbidden to Yibam with her. But... We say that even though the Torah forbids you to marry her in general, when she falls to Yibam, then God will do Chalitza. Which is an unusual thing to say. But uh, that's what happens in such a case. Fine. Okay. Okay, so says the Gemara as well. Whenever the Gemara gives a rule like this, Kol, you know, and then the Mishnah will say, Kol something, or Kalal Amru, you know, here's the rule. So it always comes to you to exclude something, or it comes to include something that was otherwise you wouldn't have thought. So Kalal La Suyamai, I mean, you gave me all the examples. So why do you say klal? Here's the general rule. You just tell me the general rule. Don't give me the examples. So why does it give examples? So why does it, so why does it say klal? What examples including that wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah? Klal lasuye. My klal comes to include what? Amarafram barpa, but lasuye tsaras islandis. Ukidarav asi. 
Okay, so it, includes, it comes to include the scenario of a woman who's a co-wife to a woman who's an islandist. If you remember, we've mentioned before that an islandist is a woman who never uh, reaches, when she reaches you know, the age of puberty, she doesn't, she doesn't develop in the, in the typical way. She's not able to have children. She doesn't, she doesn't go through the, the, the stage of puberty in the normal way and isn't able to, to conceive. Um, so a woman who's an islandist, there is no yibum with her because she can't, right? She's not able to be, uh, uh, to have children which would, you know, make a shame for her husband, etc. That's not, that's not going to go anywhere. So look at Rashi. Rashi says, La suye tsaras alanis, kerov asi perkama. I mentioned, that yud beis, the lo choletzes velom beis abemis, because in that situation, alanis, you don't do chalitza or yibum. The erva karina beis, because we consider her like an, like a, like an erva. Uh, but alanis, Right, because we say and the Bechor, the child that's born in this new union should be named right after the brother who passed away. Right, so in the scenario where where um, uh, she since she's an alanist and she's not able to, to conceive, so the idea of her doing yibum is doesn't make any sense. In which case, not only is she. If there's no mitzvah of yibum, yibum becomes forbidden. Why? Because yibum is always forbidden, right? It's Israel Ish's ach. It's, oh, if it's not mutter, it's aster. So, so the islandness is always, is always out uh, in that situation. So why do we say, klal amru, kol shehi erva lo cholatis And we mentioned before, not her and not her tzara, right? Neither one. So the, so the, the inclusion of klal here is to include that even the islandness, um, that even the tzara of the islandness, she also is not going to able to uh, be able to do Yibam or Chalitza. Okay. Um, so that's what we come to include. Avi'yigad Amre, and some say it a little bit differently. The phrase, the later phrase was, Kol she yisura isra erva hu da'asira. Hu da'asira tsarasa. Halo yisura isra erva tsarasa lo asira. Right, so we had said, um, Right, so it's a little bit of a different language from, from our Mishnah, but our Mishnah was, Kol shi yisureha, shi yisura yisureva lo cholatzitz lo mesyabemes. Right, so the, um, so the, again, when you ever have the, the word kol, everyone, again, speaking a general principle, Gemara will always ask. So in that scenario, what do you, um, right, the isur is not yisureva, tsarasa lo asir limutemai, what does that come to, to in this case, kol limutemai, what do you come to in, in, exclude? Right? Or you said the opposite, what does it mean? That no. We're saying, we said anyone who's an Isra Erva, right, is Asr, and, uh, and her, and, uh, her Tzara is also Asr, meaning she doesn't do Yibam or Chalitza. So what are you coming to exclude when you say that? So now, the, 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 again, the alternate shot here is no. Rav Rav says, oh, I'll tell you why. It's coming to exclude the case of Islandess, according to Ravasi. Uh, and not like Ravasi, that Ravasi holds that an islandess is mamish and erva, and therefore her tsaras, the tsarata islandess is also out. But others who don't like Ravasi, oh no, maybe an islandess herself can't do yibum, but she's not an erva, right? It's because of her circumstance that she's not able to have children. Okay, so she doesn't do yibum, but that, there's nothing fundamental about her, uh, you know, that makes her forbidden uh, to do yibum. She just technically, because of the situation that she has, she doesn't do yibum, but therefore her tsara is not, is not out. And her tzara can actually do yibum. So the basic point is, either you're saying is that the klal, right, that's mentioned in our Mishnah, comes to include the case of tzara's alanis, that she's also a surah to you, she also is off the hook totally 
from Yibam and Chalitza, or we say no, that Kol Shi Yisura, etc., is out, comes to exclude the case of Alanis, which again isn't mentioned. Uh, why not? Because Tsaras Alanis would still be permitted to Yibam. Yeah? Okay. Fine. Next. Achosa Shehi Yavamta. This is the first time we see a Mishnah where we're kind of going through each line in the Mishnah relatively quickly here at the beginning here. So we mentioned the case of Achosa Shehiyavamda. So what are we talking about Achosa Shehiyavamda? So, so it says the Gemara, Achosa Daman. Who's, whose sister are we talking about? It's the Ilema, the Isser Mitzvah. Right? If you want to say that this is, we're talking about, again, the Tzara scenario. She's the sister of an Isser Mitzvah, right? which at this point, Isser Mitzvah here means Shniyos Vedivre Sofrim, right? So Kevan, which again, if it's Shniyos Vedivre Sofrim, then Midar Raisa, that even the, the Isser herself, the woman who's Asarura herself, Midar Raisa is, is, uh, is Chayeves in Yibam, right? We just say, just do Chalitza and, and don't do Yibam. So the Tzara, the Lachara, should be included also, right? There's no reason to, to exclude her. Kevan, the Maraisa, Ramya, Kame, Paga, Ba'achos, Kukoso. So uh, let's explain, right? Again, the usual case of Achosa is what? Usually if you have two sisters and they're both uh, in front of Levi to do Yibam, so what happens? Levi can't do Yibam with either one. Why? Because each one of them, um, if he marries either one, so he ends up canceling out the, uh, the Zika of the other one, right? And we've met, I, I believe this is running with the same clause we've mentioned before, that you're never allowed to say, go ahead and cancel out the zika, uh, the, the yibum potential of somebody else, even though it means that no one does yibum, right? But you can't be a die and go ahead and say, well, I'm going to marry this person, and then, boom, now you've canceled out the yibum possibility or chalitza possibility um, of the other, right? So two sisters who both fall to one guy, he can never do anything. Um, he, can't, he, well, he can't do yibum with either one because he, uh, because he, he knocks, knocks out the yibum possibility of the other. So, um, but in this case, in, so the point is in this situation, what do we say? We say, well, what if one of them is an erva? If one of them is an erva, so she's out of the way anyways, so let this, uh, the other sister do, do yibo. Just to clarify, and I just think I didn't make this point clear, it's got to be that they're both fall to him in yibo, but they're not co-wives. Right? That one was married to Reuven and one was married to Shimon. Reuven and Shimon both die, and now he has to choose which one to do Yibam with. If they were both married to Shimon, well, I guess it would have been impossible. There's just, there's, forget that. But just to make it clear, they're not co-wives. If they're co-wives, if one of them is an erva, the other one's automatically out anyway. That's our rule in general, right? When you have two co-wives, one of them is an erva, the other one's automatically excluded. That's our first mission. So the point is, there, just to make it clear, these are two separate, these are two women from two different husbands. So if they're sisters, um, then he can't marry any one of them because it knocks out, it knocks out the ability of the other one. So, so the, the point here being, but if, but if one of them is an heir to him, one of them is his daughter-in-law, okay, so fine, so he can never do Yibam with Shimon's wife, he'll do Yibam with Reuven's wife. But if the scenario is that one of them is out because she is an Isser Mitzvah, right, which means that she is really only Aser Midra Banon to do Yibam, right, the Isser Mitzvah, she's Shniyos Larayos, it's just a, a Geder, an extra fence that Chazal put up, so Midra Raisa, she's really appropriate for Yibam or Chalitza. So if that's true, now he can't marry the other sister. Why? You'll say, oh, no problem. She's an erva. She's, she's taken care of, and I'll marry the other woman. No, because now you're back to a situation where you have two sisters who are both appropriate for Yibam, and you're choosing one, which you can't do. Because then, you again, you're knocking out Midar Raisa, 
the, the zika of, of the other. Does that make sense? You hear the question? So the Gemara says, if, that's, if, that, if, if, if the achosa case, right, which is trying to say, oh, if she's the sister, she can marry the, you know, Shimon's wife can go ahead and marry Levi because Reuven's wife is out anyways because she was uh, his daughter-in-law or whatever. So if she's the daughter-in-law, fine. If she's a real heir of a fine. But if, she, if that woman, Reuven's wife, is just Shnias uh, Larayos, we don't have our situation here because they're really both Midar Raisa, permissible to do Yibum, in which case our same rule applies. You can't marry one, of the, you can't do Yibum with either of the sisters because you're, again, you're going to be Paga Bezika of the other. So, so Ella Achosa de Isra Erva. So, okay, just making it clear, it must be that she is really, the other sister is really an Isra Erva, Mash, a real Erva. She's his daughter, she's his daughter-in-law, etc., all the cases that we mentioned in the first mission. Okay. Next. Iser mitzvah shniyos. Okay? Iser mitzvah shniyos. Um, the Iser mitzvah refers to shniyos. Alright? The shniyos are rats, they're not midi raisim. So Gemara says, Amai karalei Iser mitzvah. Why is that called Iser mitzvah? What does that mean? Why do you call it a mitzvah? It's Amrabaye, mitzvah l'shmoa divrei chachamim. Because the mitzvah listen to chazal. It's a nice, uh, it's a nice report. Okay? Right? So it's a, because the mitzvah listen to chazal, so we, uh, so we say such a thing. Fine. Isra Kedusha, Amman la Kohen Gadol, Grusha la Chalutza Kohen Hed. So Isra Kedusha is Amman la Temer Kohen Gadol, and Grusha la Chalutza Temer regular Kohen. Vamai Karel, who Isra Kedusha, why is that called Isra Kedusha? Dixiv Kedoshi Yiyu Lelohehem. Because again, this is not, this is not the Pasuk Kedoshim Tiyu, that's a Pasuk in Vaikra, also a Pasuk in Vaikra. But this is Kedoshim Yiyu Lelohehem, which is a Pasuk that says specifically about the halachos of marriage that uh, refers to Kohan. So since it's, it's a special level of Kedusha that the Kohanim have that make them only allowed to marry certain women and not others, right? They have an extra level of Kedusha, so that's why we call this Isure Kedusha. Tan Rabbi Yehuda Machlef. So Rabbi Yehuda actually flips it. He, can, he flips Isur Mitzvah, he calls Amman Lekon Gado, Grusha Vechalutza Kohen Yot, he calls that Isur Mitzvah. Vabai Karalei Isur Mitzvah, Dechsev, Eila HaMitzvos. At the way, way, way end of Sefer Vayikra, the Pasuk says, Eila HaMitzvos. Look at Rashi for a second. Rashi says, Eila HaMitzvos, Besof Sefer Torah's Kohanim, Umash Madakula Svarakai. Vekolaz Haras Kohanim Hasam Ksiva. Right? Sefer Vayikra is referred to as Torah's Kohanim. That's the nickname for all Sefer Vayikra because all the Lachas of Kohanim are found there. So at the very end, you're like, your concluding sentence, right? It's like supposed to like sum it all up. And what do we say? Eila HaMitzvos. So, so these, all these mitzvahs that apply to uh, Kohanim are called the mitzvos. So he says that's why we call Isser Mitzvah refers to the Yisurim that apply to Kohanim specifically. Okay. Isser Kedusha Shniyos Medivere Sofrim. So that's, and he says that Isser Kedusha refers to Shniyos Medivere Sofrim. V'amai Karalei Isser Kedusha. So why do you call that Isser Kedusha? Amr Abaye Kol Makayim Divrei Chachamim Nikre Kadosh. So Abaye tries by saying because any person listens to Chachamim that's a Kadosh. He listens to Chachamim. That's beautiful. So I'm like, Rav, what are you talking about? V'choshe Enem Makayim Divrei Chachamim Kadoshu Dolomikre, Rasha Nami Dolomikre. He said, what do you mean? You don't listen to, so you call a Kadosh, you listen to Chazal, and if you don't listen to Chazal, you just lose your like bonus status, you're not called a Kadosh, you're not called a bonus, not a Kadosh, you call a Rasha, if you don't listen to Chachamim. You have to listen to Chachamim, it's not optional. So why you got a Kadosh, you listen to Chachamim, it doesn't make any sense. That's not a reason. So rather, Ella, Amravava, Kadosh, Kadesh, Atzmecha, Bamutalach. So Rava says, no, a different shot, because we have a rule in general. Right, someone, when someone does something that's a 
a little extra chumrah. So we say to that, that's, that's Kedusha, right? Sometimes you say, this is only permissible to me, but I'm going to be extra machmir, and I'm going to take on an extra chumrah for myself when it's appropriate. So that's considered a level of Kedusha, a person being a little extra machmir. That's very beautiful. So we call it Isr Kedusha because it's not an Ikaradin. The Ikaradin, they're permissible to him, right? And they're just Shinyas from the Sofim. So we call it Kadesh Asmecha Mutalach, and that's why um, that scenario we refer to it as uh, Isr Kedusha. Fine. So either way, however you splice it, the bottom line is these two things are the, uh, the different Isurim that apply to Kohanim or that apply as Shinyas Larayas. We'll stop here and continue tomorrow.